because the hard truth is it's not the unbelieving persecutors it's the believers who in the church who stop the move of god mm, hallelujah praise god after several years now we have a platform of not of apostle, apostle rahul this is the platform of the holy spirit so yes hallelujah i am not obsessed with anyone in my in the congregation anyone who comes to me because i always tell them lord these are your people you equip them to be warriors in your army hallelujah so <clears throat> yeah this is the platform after several years uh, my heart was pure and i thought that was a revival that was starting and the enemy hindered and that was around 4 uh, to 5 years back at that happened after that several other ways the lord started to bring revival in places but it was the that spirit of snake inside the churches that would stop that would bring the hindrance and people think it's not serious i want to tell you false preachers are not just false preachers they are dangerous people they are dangerous people <clears throat> the uh, when i am saying the spirit of pharaoh in churches those are dangerous churches once you go into them you cannot come out you cannot come out and i am telling you many moses are being held by egypt many many moses are being held by egypt until the moses comes out of egypt he cannot be trained in the whole in the school of the spirit and what is that egypt the egypt are churches and ministries the pharaoh is so called false pastors who are holding the holding the laborers of the vineyard hallelujah are we under okay hallelujah so we will go into that tonight and i believe that is the prophetic word for sure god wants to speak because the the experience i had in that prayer meeting when we when when the holy spirit visited right now we were praying and it was the sound of heaven which i i was hearing you guys were praying and singing but i knew it was the sound of heaven that was coming in my ears hallelujah and it it made me remember about those days where the revival was going to start and i believe the lord will reestablish those things that i had seen and the devil stopped it but now it will not only go for that city it will it will this time the lord has not given given me only people from one city he has given me people from different nations because that was the plan of the lord to bring me till here and for the revival to spread across the nations hallelujah <laughs> amen my heart is filled with joy today okay hallelujah let's go to mark chapter 8 <coughs> mark chapter 8 and verse number 22 onwards we will read <clears throat> mark chapter 8 verse number 22 now listen to this <clears throat> then he came to bethsaida and they brought a blind man to him and begged him to touch him so he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town everyone say led him out of the town and when he had spit on his eyes he put his hands on him he asked him if he saw anything and he looked up and said i see men like trees walking now i will explain that to you in a bit 
verse 25 then he put his hands on his eyes again made him look up and he was restored and saw everyone clearly okay there is a city called bethsaida a town called bethsaida and people brought to jesus a blind man and told jesus heal him he needs to see <coughs> jesus did not heal him there he took the man outside the boundaries of bethsaida come come outside this town because i cannot heal you in this town the matter of your blindness is not only about your physical blindness but i also want to open you up to the spiritual realities of the spirit world of the spirit realm hallelujah long time back i took a sermon up about the government of satan and i told you that the, that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil signifies the government of satan okay so satan wanted to ex have man uh, have the man adam and eve get expelled by their own decisions out of the government of god government of heaven and become and be deployed in his government and when they ate the fruit of the tree they were deployed under a different government they were not under the government and the jurisdiction of god ah uh, now i don't have much time to explain that but trees signifies spiritual governments that tree started to grow okay that government started to grow and at a later stage it beca became the government of babel under the leadership of nimrod that same tree started to develop branches across the earth and there there came the government of the philistine the government of the babylon government of egypt hallelujah when a company or a government starts to grow it 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 starts to establish branches you know to spread its jurisdiction to spread its authority across the globe so babylon in the realm of the spirit is a tree the government of babylon remember the book of daniel remember the book of daniel what nebuchadnezzar saw he saw a tree which was cut and daniel said this tree is your kingdom so in other words the government or the kingdom of babylon was a tree okay and the people under that government will be prototype of that tree they will be also small plants or trees okay the, are we understanding so when when adam and eve were deployed under the government of the devil the tree of the knowledge of good and evil they were the prototype of that tree in the realm of the spirit okay i am coming there just to explain you what is happening here in with the man of blind man of bethsaida now listen to me now jesus what was the problem with jesus healing this man in bethsaida jesus could not the son of god the lord himself could not heal the man until he stayed in a certain town the lord had to take that man out of bethsaida and his problem was not only the physical sight before his physical sight was restored the bible says first of all jesus spat and laid hands and he started to see what trees men walking like trees that means his spiritual sight into the realm of the spirit was first opened and second time when jesus laid the hands then his eyes were opened to the physical realm and then he saw properly 
the people around as as human beings but before that so it was a matter jesus did not only wanted to give this man physical sight jesus wanted his eyes uh, open to spiritual realities in the realm of the spirit jesus wanted this man's eyes to open to the to, to the destiny that god has for him in the realm of the spirit to the purpose that god has for him in the realm of the spirit okay but he was blind he could not see until he was in the town of bethsaida okay bethsaida the town of bethsaida signifies that until a person is in a certain fellowship a certain circle of people a certain covering a certain church their eyes will be closed their eyes will be closed until they stay there Oh, their eyes will be open to see God and to know God and to hear from God. Their ears will be open only when they come out of that place. That's why Jesus brought him out so out of Bethsaida. Now, what is Bethsaida? What is what is happening in Bethsaida? Okay, let's go to Matthew's chapter eleven <coughs> and verse number twenty-one and twenty-two. Matthew's eleven, verse number twenty-one and twenty-two. Woe to Chorazin! Woe to Bethsaida! For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. You see the problem. That is the problem of Bethsaida, and along with that, Chorazin. Jesus is saying, if the mighty works, that means Jesus did mighty miracles, signs, wonders, healing, deliverance, were in Bethsaida. But what happened? They did not repent. In other words, they rejected Jesus, even after seeing the works of Jesus. Okay, Hallelujah. They rejected Jesus in that place, and that's why Jesus is saying, "If the mighty work had been done in the ancient cities of Tyre and Sidon, which were known as wicked cities, they would have repented." Okay, but you have not repented, nor you have accepted me in your town. Bethsaida was a town which would which would reject the move of the Holy Spirit. Bethsaida. Was a city that would reject the words of Jesus. Bethsaida was a place filled with people who were filled with unbelief. Even after Jesus is benefiting them with his anointing, with his power, yet they will hate Jesus. Yet they will reject Jesus. But it was a so-called Jewish town with a Hebrew name, and they were known as the so-called people of God. but they were they were an actual in reality they were against god are we are we are we looking at bethsaida hallelujah so this blind man this poor man blind man cannot see until he comes out of bethsaida until he comes out of come out of bethsaida you who are chosen by god come out of those churches there are churches who read the bible who teach the bible 
but there is no move of the spirit of God in that church. Hallelujah. If anyone stands up in that church and just prays in tongues and the Holy Spirit comes in that church, starts to touch the lives of people, the leader of the church himself is offended because there is something in the leaders of the church that resists the move of the Holy Spirit. Yes, hallelujah. You know, I, I used to go, I used to accept invites from people and go to minister. And uh, most of the places, as soon as I start to minister and the Holy Spirit starts to move, uh, what I will, I see the pastor's face, the pastor starts start to feel offended because Jesus starts to work in that place. Yes. Jesus, when Jesus starts to work, pastors are, are, pastors are saying they serve Jesus, but they are offended by the very Jesus when he starts to work in their churches. Leaders of the churches are saying that they serve Jesus, but they are offended when the very Jesus, the mighty Holy Spirit starts to work in, the, in, in their churches, in their ministry. They are offended. When Jesus came and started to show wonders and miracles, why these people are offended? Why? Hallelujah. Bethsaida was like that. But everyone is not like that in Bethsaida. There are few ones whose heart is true to God. And that blind man was like that. And Jesus knew he had to, his spiritual eyes had to be open. But Jesus could not heal that man when he was in Bethsaida. He told, come out of Bethsaida and there you will receive your sight. Hallelujah. Believers, include this point in your prayer list. Pray the faithful ones out of, out of such unbelieving churches. Pray these faithful ones out because, because mighty apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists are held captive in Bethsaida, are held captive in Egypt. I will come to Egypt afterwards. Okay? And they are held captive there. They have a destiny on their head. They have a calling on their head. But their years are wasted. Why? Because in that congregation, in those fellowship of people, they have blocked that person not to see. They have made that person blind like them. Mm. Hallelujah. In the book of Revelation, when Jesus was speaking to the churches, Jesus said, there are some among you who have not spoiled their garments. And if you maintain your garments, you, you shall walk with me in white in heaven. So, so the whole church is not corrupt. There, there will be some in the church who are connected to the Holy Spirit. Remember the wedding in Cana? The, re, the wedding in Cana represents a church. The wedding ceremony represents a church. Listen to me carefully. Okay? And you know the master of the feast? That master of the feast represents the pastor or the leaders of the church. Okay? And what happened in, in the wedding of Cana? What happened? There was no wine. The wine got over. The wine got over the master, the leader of the feast, who is supposed to know that, that the wine is over, he is unaware. He is showing as if there is no problem in the wedding. But who came to know? Mary, the mother of Jesus, detected the problem. Detected the problem. The wine is over. When she detected the problem, the wine is over. No one, no one understood the problem. She detected the problem. The wine is over. 
and what she did she went to jesus and told the problem disclosed the problem okay now mary the mother of jesus there represents the intercessor in a church and what god spoke to me from that scripture saying that rahul my churches the leaders of the churches don't even know that the wine my presence is no longer there in the church but there are few intercessors like mary who know that there is there are expensive speakers there is expensive mic music system lights everything but mary will recognize that the presence is not there and those intercessors will go will go to jesus and say lord there is everything they they think that everything they have everything in their church you know some church goers boast about their church oh our pastor is a hero he wears this nike sneakers he wears this gucci jacket he is so cool but there is no presence there hallelujah there is no presence there a intercessor recognizes everything there is you know everything shows shining but the intercessor like mary recognizes there is no wine and he go she goes to jesus what did jesus do jesus chose the rejected people in that wedding the servants who were not even recognized and told the servants the secret of generating new wine hallelujah that is the story that is the prophetic story of the church i am telling you my my dear brothers and sisters that is what is happening in the church the leaders are acting up as if there is nothing wrong but there are the, the most foundational thing is god is not there in the church god is not there in your prayer meetings god is not there in your so called night prayers in your worship meetings in your women's meeting in your marriage seminars god is not there the presence of god is missing and they act up act up as if everything because we have money we wear good dresses we we have everything we have the speakers we have the hall we have the auditorium we have tights coming in money coming in but the wine is not there hallelujah are we understanding okay hallelujah so the 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 the, le- the leaders of the church are not concerned about the presence the leaders of the church are concerned about how to please people in the flesh hallelujah <coughs> but god is there are so what i am saying is there are some in the church the whole church is not corrupt there are intercessors placed by planted by by the lord jesus himself in the church thinking the lord because the lord is patient and merciful he wants the church to change he wants the leaders to repent but what happened is what happens is the the person who is filled with with the holy spirit and recognizes and sometimes when that person speaks by the spirit the leaders are not humble enough to receive the words of the lord from that person and god gave gives them several chances through the small servants but what happens is when they reject god takes god takes them out of that church because the the the, the expiry date of that chance giving them chances giving chances to the to to that very church has already expired because god tried to give them chances to bring his presence again but after that he takes the people remember i taught you on the cherubims in the book of ezekiel i told you that the four cherubims are the medium of transportation to carry the presence of god which signifies the old testament uh, ritual of the priest carrying the ark on their shoulders so when god has to move from one place to another the priest will go with the ark 
okay so when the presence of god is grieved for many years in a church and god decides to leave that church forever the cherubims will go with the cherubims the priests the intercessors will go out with god they will leave the church hallelujah everyone cannot understand but i know you guys can understand what i am saying because this is what is happening in the realms of the spirit this is what is the current season and prophetically this is what the lord is doing hallelujah that blind man had to go out with jesus because jesus was not respected in bethsaida hallelujah and those and when jesus decides to leave a city when jesus decides to leave a church those who are of jesus will leave with him will leave with jesus are we understanding okay hallelujah so <coughs> let's go to hebrews chapter 11 let's go there hebrews chapter 11 and we will read from verse 24 Hebrews chapter 11 verse 24 By faith Moses when he became of age refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin yes that is the revelation one of the revelation about sin that sin gives you a pleasure but that pleasure is passing away it's a temporary pleasure okay verse 26 esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he looked to the reward by faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king for he endured as seeing him who is invisible now listen to me <coughs> though Moses did not knew the things of the spirit when he was in Egypt what he did is Moses knew that he is chosen by God. Moses al- already had the heart to serve God. What he did is but he did not knew the things of the spirit. So what he did is he went to his brother and he saw a Egyptian soldier beating them up. Moses punched him and killed him. Trying to show his people that trying to show his the the Egyptian people uh, sorry the is- Israeli people that uh, he is the deliverer but the people rejected him. So but moses did not knew the knew the things of the spirit the spiritual warfare and the holy spirit at that time so what he thought that he will destroy the army of egypt being inside egypt by killing the soldiers and he will invade egypt and he will let the people of israel rule over egypt and over the land of egypt but that was not the plan of god no one can worship god in egypt no one can know god in egypt no one can see the realities of the spirit realm in egypt no one can serve god in egypt if god has to take his people out to experience him take the people out of egypt to experience him moses did not knew that but what moses did is though he did not had the spirit gifts though he did not had the anointing though he did not had the revelation but the good thing about moses that he was loyal to god he forsook egypt he forsook and he rejected to be called as the son of pharaoh's daughter he did not fear the wrath of the king of egypt the pharaoh he left everything and he went out of egypt that was the good thing that he did 
Okay, this is what I want to tell you. When you begin with God, you might not have the gifts of the Spirit, not re no revelations, no discernment, no anointing, but stay loyal to Him and He will encounter you. Are we understanding? Hallelujah. When you start off with God, everything is not given to you. You might not have the gifts, the discernment. When I started with God, I did not have any gifts. After walking around seven years with the Lord, I received the gifts of the Spirit, the maturity I have now, the things that I see in the Spirit after seven years walking with the Lord. Then with those gifts, I did not have a ministry. After three years, God trained me in the gifts and after 10 years walking with the Lord, the Lord gave me my, the ministry that I, ha I have today. So, <clears throat> when you start off with the Lord like Moses, be faithful to God, be loyal to God. Always, you know, you don't need to have discernment and gifts to understand that you need to forsake Egypt. You need to, you need to forsake the world. You need to forsake the pleasures of sin and only stay with God. That is what the Bible says. Moses chose to suffer affliction with the people of God rather than enjoying in Egypt. Moses was so loyal. Moses was so faithful. God only encounters people, visits people who are faithful and who are loyal to God. We see that God encounters and trains people who forsake the world and walk in the ways of Christ. Okay, listen to me now. Listen to me now. The reason why Moses was used by God to deliver Egypt was because he chose to come out of Egypt. Let me repeat that. The reason why Moses was used by God to deliver, sorry, to deliver the people of Israel out of Egypt because first of all, he chose, it was his decision to forsake Egypt and he came out of Egypt. People are staying in Egypt and people are trying to minister the gospel. You cannot stay in Egypt and, and minister the gospel. You cannot stay in Egypt and deliver people out of Egypt. You have to come out of Egypt and there, outside of Egypt, you will meet God on the mountain of Horeb. And God will train you in the school of the spirit. As Moses was taught in the school of the spirit, I told you before, I told you in the earlier sermons that the three signs that were given to Moses were not actually three signs. It were three parts of training against the snake, the mighty snake that dwelled in the body of Pharaoh, the marine spirits that were in the Nile river. Okay, that was the, that was, I will not go into that, but that was a school of the spirit where Moses, God told Moses, Moses. Take off your sandals. Don't come near to me. Take off your sandals. So Moses had a passion for God. Moses before had loyalty to God. Okay. He was ready to forsake everything for God. But here, but Moses was not trained in the things of the spirit. Moses was not trained in the ministry of priesthood. In the ministry of entering in God's presence. On the mountain, God taught him how to come in the presence of God. And Moses had to remove the sandals. And step into the holy place. And there God trained him. In the spiritual warfare. And there God showed him. That you cannot fight with Pharaoh. With your physical strength. With the strength of the army. Because Pharaoh does not use his physical power. The power that. the, the Pharaoh is not the power. The, the power comes from the snake. That is inside the. Inside of Pharaoh. That is ruling over Egypt. So Moses. Throw your rod on, your, on the ground and it will become a snake. 
and when Moses threw the rod on the ground it became a snake and Moses was running away from the snake and God told Moses do not fear of that snake because this is the snake I will give in your hand I will give the control of that snake in your hand Pharaoh will be under your control so Moses took the tail of the snake and it became a rod in his hand that means that that's why Moses was not able to kill Pharaoh but he was able to keep Pharaoh under his control that was the training he received on the mountain are we understanding hallelujah so that training will only be received mount the mountain of Horeb is outside the boundary of Egypt okay and until Moses goes out of Egypt he will not be able to deliver the people of Israel who are in Egypt who are in Egypt are we understanding listen to me <clears throat> people are trying to minister the gospel people are trying to preach people are trying to do several other things in ministry by being in a church which is not a church but it's Egypt by being in a church which is not governed by the Holy Spirit by the Lord but it's governed by a spirit of a snake that is Pharaoh okay so until some until that person comes out of that church his ministry will not open up there are certain pastors who bind people with that with their with for the benefit of their destiny listen to me I will come to that for the benefit of filling their stomach they bind people saying that I am your spiritual father okay and they remove the leading of the Holy Spirit from that person's life and they the man the man of God becomes the Holy Spirit to them takes the place of the Holy Spirit to them that is the Egypt church that is the Egypt church are we understanding now I want to discuss with you the symptoms of Pharaoh and the Egypt church what are the symptoms of the Pharaoh and Egypt church the first symptom is leaders will put a yoke on people to be conformed to their own patterns and laws what leaders will not align people with this word of God but they will align people to be confirmed to their own patterns and laws that they have set in the church man-made traditions like the Pharisees had said set which were not in the Torah which were not in the in the patriarchs lives but they made man-made traditions why for to listen to me listen to me carefully to 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 give a covering to their insecurity what to give a covering to that insecurity they are insecure a person is insecure because the person is not with God when you are not with God you will be insecure oh these people are with me tomorrow I should not I should not lose these people oh when you start to own people you become insecure about them but when you say this this is not my ministry no, no. this is not my anointing this is these are not my people it's all yours Lord you are not insecure about anything because you, you have nothing to lose you have nothing to lose but when a person starts to own things own their church members they become insecure about every person in the church okay so when they become first of all they are not with God they are without God they are godless that's why they are insecure about people and now to retain the people they will use a strategy that is the strategy of Pharaoh Pharaoh had a strategy Pharaoh had a spirit 
<coughs> when the spirit of insecurity will come the spirit and the snake of pharaoh will come along with it to keep the people under bondage you do, that, that leader of the church does not even know satan is working through the through him or through her to keep the people under bondage what was pharaoh pharaoh knew how to keep the people inside of goshen inside of egypt and to make them serve him okay so to do that pharaoh introduced his own patterns and laws and implemented it upon the people the patterns and the laws are the external thing but the main thing that we keep people under bondage under that man is the spell is the witchcraft spell that comes from the snake that is inside of them listen to me listen to me carefully i want to tell you a story uh, not i would not say a story it's a real incident and i am telling this to you because i know it is true if it is if if there are assumptions i will not disclose i will not tell it in meetings publicly i know for sure it is true because i have encountered this man of god in the realm of the spirit who is having a international ministry internationally recognized people from all over the globe come to his church and listen because some people wanted me to take that that rahul you need to have the anointing of that man and that is the time the lord allowed me to visit and see what who is that man in the realm of the spirit i don't have time to tell you everything about that man but from that time i knew this man is not a man of god he is a wolf in the clothing of the sheep and not even a wolf he is a high degree satanist in the covering of of the servant of god and of the gospel okay listen to me carefully now this man passed away god took him off a year back but listen to me <clears throat> what happened is there were several people who died in his church people used to join him from from various from us from from england from europe from germany from india to to be under this man of god and people used to die in his church but he he had political power he had money power he had all sorts of power and influence over the government that he can manipulate the news and not show what is happening in the church listen to me but he passed away but there was a woman who escaped his bondage who escaped the egypt the church that he had and that woman wrote a book on him and that woman wrote a book on him how she escaped to cut the long story short she was assaulted by this man of god she was under this man of god and that the time she realized that this man of god goes goes into the secret places with the photos of men to the devil and he does certain sacrifices when she came to know that this man of god is a dangerous wizard high degree wizard she wanted to come out of the church and she and this lady wanted to come out of the church but whenever she wants to run out of the church she will be attacked by demons because on the gates of his church he had placed several demons which will not let let people go out even if some people ran out they would go 2 kilometers they will go in a certain city and something happens to their mind and they will come back again to the church because there were spirit placed on people that they could not go out of his church and this woman wanted to go out but the demons would not let her go out would attack her what happened is 
when she so so she tried and tried and tried but but couldn't do so one very day certain pastor another pastor called this woman and uh, the woman was talking and, and she told pastor can you pray for me she did not tell the pastor anything so the pastor prayed for her and the pastor asked a question dear sister where are you so then she disclosed i am in this this man's church then the pastor said oh my god but I, in the realm of the spirit i see you are bondaged with chains all on your hands on your legs and you are in a dark prison then prophetically when the pastor said this to that woman the woman said that is true let me disclose everything to you and then she told the story i am trying to get out of here but this demons are not letting me go out so the pastor told that that place is a dangerous place you cannot go out of it like that no one can come out of it but i will tell you go on a 3 days fast and i will also go on a 3 days fast we will break the powers and we will blind those spirits and we will blind the spirit in the pastor and then after 3 days i will tell you to go out and then you leave and run away <coughs> so the woman fasted okay as per the instructions and when she was fasting the man of god was again and again asking the woman to come to his table to his room to eat so because the woman did not wanted to disclose that she is fasting she shows showed the man of god the pastor in the church as if she is feeling vomiting and she she said i i i my stomach is upset i will not eat so she fasted she continued the fast she overcome the attacks and after 3 days the pastor told and prayed and she went out and she left the church without any attacks okay so she left the church and she went to some relatives house far away in another city but even after going out she would have dreams about the pastor coming inside her house and attacking her but she prayed and prayed there were a lot of attacks in the night so she called the pastor to thank him after few days but the pastor did not pick up her call the another pastor who prayed for her the pastor's wife picked up the call and said my husband is in the hospital he is serious and after two days when she called that pastor who prayed and helped her to rescue her out of the church he died he died listen to me what i know what i am saying the real enemy is working through churches the snakes are working through churches these are dangerous people these pharaohs are dangerous i i know it the lord has has shown me several things that i cannot disclose about specific men of god in the realms of the spirit what they are doing what they are doing so i know what is happening in christianity i know what is happening in this mega churches you think that they are just preaching a false doctrine no it's more than that you don't know them it's more than that once you go into their churches and you become something a leader worship leader you will be tied in a ritual covenant and after that you will not be able to come out your destiny will be in that man of god's hand your calling will not be of the calling of god will be in the man man of god's hand hallelujah these things are dangerous hallelujah and i'm telling you many people many christians are held captive in those churches under that pharaoh are we understanding people <clears throat> that's how they grow that's how people don't leave them because they have cast a spell and they have tied them so leaders in a egyptian church in a church ruled by egyptian spirits will confirm people to their own patterns and laws second one the second point is 
the free will, the free will of men in that church is sabotaged or obstructed under pharaoh's rule you cannot have your free will in some churches without the pastor's permission you cannot even meet and talk to your family members yeah that is the free will of men is been obstructed is been sabotaged under the rule understand if these things are there in the church it is not a church it is, it is egypt the pastor is not a pastor the pastor is a pharaoh point number 3 for for your daily activities and your personal decisions you need to take approval from the pastor yes <clears throat> if the people of israel wanted to leave did not wanted to work they need to take the approval of pharaoh go through the soldiers go through whatever hierarchy is there and they need to take the approval of pharaoh that is how the church is the pastor is sitting as a pharaoh and the people the leaders under him is his puppets and they control the congregation hallelujah are we understanding mm-hmm. like sister k you say you say you know brother brother rahul god has given me a burden you know to to start a prayer meeting and this and that i will not let you start because it is not as per me i don't hear the holy spirit i see my own selfish agenda i will not let you start because i uh, i told you to sow 1000 dollars and you have not sown 1000 dollars in my church so i will not allow you so everything is happening man made in that church people are being promoted as per the will of the person and in reality not as per the will of the person but by the snake which is inside of that person oh my hallelujah are we understanding the point number 4 is the point number 4 is the spirit of pharaoh listen to this the spirit of pharaoh establishes monopoly and supremacy of its own laws and words and does not lets people to take their own decision and follow god personally yes i used to follow a, a man of god a apostle from 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 florida but he got corrupted i saw his preachings nowadays nowadays he says that if god speaks to you you have to come and verify with me so without my approval you cannot say that god spoke to you or the holy spirit is with you so such types of doctrines has so i used to he was a good man but the insecurity brought the snake inside of him and he became a pharaoh there in florida okay any which way so that is what the spirit of pharaoh establishes monopoly of his own regulations of his own opinions op- of his own thoughts okay and does not lets people follow god personally people in that church will not be connected to the holy spirit people in that church will not be connected to jesus christ they will be under the mercy of the pastor when the pastor will speak we can hear something from god otherwise we cannot hear anything from god that is by the way that was the catholic church the snake star oh my god i will not come to the catholic church otherwise there will be a lot of controversies okay let it be but that <laughs> hallelujah <laughs> okay so le- let me not speak much okay hallelujah but my god that is what is happening where the the congregation cannot know god personally they have to only know god through the mediator which is not jesus which is the pastor yes hallelujah churches are becoming like that one of one of the person connected to me in india she came and told me 
brother Raul, you know, we are part and this prophet was preaching nicely. I also love that man of God. But he started now to say that um, you cannot listen to anyone else apart from us, apart from me. Uh, I told that is not an accurate statement made by the prophet of God because the, the statement should be that ra you uh, see, let me explain to you this simply. The job of a man of God is not to connect people with his voice. The job of the man of God is to lead people to Christ so that people can know Christ personally. We are like a signpost. We lead people to God. We are, we are just doing that. So when you start saying such things, when, when your ministry is becoming big, the, no, 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 you, you should only, because I am the only one with revelations. No, Christ, the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. Connect people with him. Connect people with him. Okay, such statements, you don't even know. Now, now he is not completely manipulated, but slowly, slowly, when he feeds on those, on those kinds of opinions, that man of God will slowly, slowly become corrupt because the devil is looking for men of God, how he can get into them and how he can take over congregations. Yes. Mm, hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. That is what he is doing. He is looking for men of God. He would come to me many times. No, ah, get out, devil. These are God's people. I am not going to follow. I am just a servant of God leading people to God. <coughs> men of God are not men of God, servants of God. You call yourself an apostle. My God, apostle, apostolic calling is a very high calling. It's not about the fame and money and how much people you have. Apostolic calling is complete consecration and selling out yourself to God. That is the apostolic call. You call yourself a prophet and you are attaching people to yourself. And you, oh my, hallelujah, be careful because prophets are the one who don't think about their own self and only talk about God. The words they speak only glorify Christ. They never glorify their own selves. Okay, but when the spirit of the snake, the spirit of Pharaoh starts to sting the men of God, they will start speaking like, you cannot hear any pastor, you only have to hear me. Hallelujah. Why? Because there is an urge of insecurity that their ministry will diminish because some other person has come in the city. <laughs> they are not satisfied by staying with God. They want their satisfaction from the congregation, from the numbers they have, from the tithes they get. Find your satisfaction in God alone. Forget about your congregation. Though you have a big ministry, forget about it. Because if you are... if you become insecure when you are too concerned about, about how many people you have and who is going where and who is, that is Pharaoh. Pharaoh would not lose one employee from Goshen. He wants to hold them all. You remember Moses went, okay, you, the men only go, leave the, leave the wives here. So Pharaoh did not want it to lose people. He was insecure that he will not have laborers. In his kingdom. Are we understanding? Okay. Listen to me. The fifth point of a of a Egypt church, which a church which is which is Egypt is the fifth point is there is no growth of people under the rule of Pharaoh. Only Pharaoh and his kingdom will grow and will get benefited. That is a very profound statement which I made. Listen to me. There is no growth of people, no spiritual growth, no financial growth. 
of people under the rule of such a leader in the church of Pharaoh. Only Pharaoh, the pastor and his kingdom will grow and you are just puppets being used to benefit him and to fill his stomach and to make growth to his kingdom. Leave the kingdom of God. Kingdom of, of God is far away. He is using people to become great. That is self-worship. Okay? If pastors, if the, if, when the pastor enters, everyone has to shout. No, that is not the church where you give glory to man so much. You know, you, you need to, oh, you need to be around the pastor when the, when the prophet comes. Oh my God. Slowly, slowly, the snake of Egypt is getting inside there in the church. The snake of Egypt is getting inside the church. Are we understanding people of God? And what is happening? The congregation is, is not growing spiritually. The congregation, the people are there only to grow the Pharaoh and grow the Egypt, the Egyptian kingdom. That's it. No growth. People are getting poor in the church because the spell of Pharaoh is taking all their wealth and making the Pharaoh fat, making the e Egyptian kingdom prosper with their wealth. Are we understanding? Hallelujah. <coughs> point number six is, for example, point number six is, don't marry. So, let me give you an example. So, if, if you are going to get married to a person who is an unbeliever and a drug addict, what I will tell you is, you see, it is against the word of God. You know, the spirits in that person will destroy your life. You should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. So, don't marry that person. What I am doing is, I am directing you as per the will of God, as per the word of God. But in a church which is ruled by Pharaoh, they don't direct as per the word of God. They will direct you as per their own interest. Okay? They will force you to marry a person whom they want you to marry. Because if that person gets married to you, he is a rich man and he will also become a part of my ministry and he will give tithes to me. I am just giving you an example. So, the word of God is not the driving force in the church, but the selfish interests of the leader of that church is the driving force. He will lead you as per his own interest, not as per the word of God. Hallelujah. Dangerous. These things are dangerous. Point, point number seven. People would, people would not know God under, under Pharaoh's rule and neither worship him. People, because what did, what did God say to Moses? God said that, go and tell Pharaoh. Now listen to me. When the spirit of snakes takes over a church. Now, is not God sovereign? Tell me yes or no. God is sovereign. He can take the decision and implement his will. Okay? If he wants to do something, he can do it by his own will. Then why God told Moses... That go and ask the permission of Pharaoh to let my people go. The almighty God, the all sovereign God who can do his own will whenever he wants is telling Moses, go and take the permission of Pharaoh to let my people go. Read your Bible carefully and you will see that God did not lead his people out of Egypt until Pharaoh said yes. My God, these are spiritual warfare mysteries. Listen to me. These are spiritual warfare. Even though God is sovereign, 
but when pharaoh rules over a, over a territory god you know the will of heaven cannot be implemented until pharaoh says yes that listen to me these this is how the power of egypt is strong so much strong that i am talking to you from the bible this bible i am not talking anything else god cannot take his people out of egypt until pharaoh says yes but the powerful thing about god is god is going to force pharaoh by his mighty hand to say yes are we understanding the stubborn spirits that is ruling over the leaders of the church the stubborn spirits who do their own will are we understanding and because what has happened is god gave them the anointing god gave them the gifts god gave them ministry god gave them the church but they allowed the snake the devil to come in their lives and the devil the pharaoh took over the church why because that spirit of the snake wanted to detach the will of god from the church and did not wanted god to intervene god has nothing to do with the affairs of egypt he just wants his people to come out of egypt why so that they may worship me no one can worship no one could worship god in egypt that is the bondage in the churches god is missing godless egyptian churches the presence of god is missing there the wine has already gotten over but they don't even know the wine is over they are acting as if everything is okay hallelujah hallelujah are we understanding the spirit of the lord told me the spirit of the lord told me to prophesy the spirit of the lord told me to pray and prophesy to the people come out of egypt come out of egypt come out of bethsaida come out of corazin come out of there so that you can know god when you come out of egypt so that when you come out of egypt you will encounter the real jehovah god on the mountain of horeb hallelujah for you to know and hear and know god you need to choose to stay in fellowship with the people of god and with not and not with the false christians of egypt hmm hallelujah not with the false christians of egypt when you see a believer so called believer who is praising a man more than god stay away because those people are under bewitchment those people are under the spell of pharaoh hallelujah are we understanding stay with the people who are filled with the holy spirit mark chapter 5 verse 40 let's go there and then we will end mark chapter 5 verse 40 Okay Mark chapter 5 let's read from 39 okay when he came in he said to them why make this commotion and weep the child is not dead but sleeping and they ridiculed him but when he had put them all outside he took the father and the mother of the child and those who were with him and entered where the child was lying then he took the child by the hand and said to her talita kumi which is translated little girl i say to you arise immediately the girl arose and walked and she was 12 years of age and they were overcome with great amazement 
people were weeping and wailing why because the girl was dead when jesus came he said to them why you are weeping and wailing so much the girl is not dead she is sleeping they started to laugh on jesus ah jesus what joking you are they, this girl is dead and jesus threw those people out of the room the holy spirit cannot move in a place where people reject the hand of god where people are unbelieving towards what god can do jesus could not do any miracles much miracles the bible says in his own city because they did not believe him they rejected jesus they rejected the move of the holy spirit i do not accept invites from certain churches because i ask god lord whether the, this church is a real church or this church is a egypt if the lord reveals to me this church is egypt i will not go and waste my time in that churches because they have already rejected the holy spirit from years they had been speaking against the move of the holy spirit from years they had been persecuting the prophets of god and driving out the men and women who are sent by god hallelujah we cannot i am telling you the a place in a congregation or in a group of people where the holy spirit is grieved the we cannot we cannot function in our gifts in that place jesus threw the people out go out get out and he only took the father and mother and his three disciples who believed in jesus and there he did the miracle hallelujah jesus had to put everyone out who ridiculed jesus when he went to heal the daughter of jairus you cannot proceed with god's work and fulfill your call if you don't cast out some people from your life who don't believe in god's move in god's calling that is upon your life hallelujah when people are so much emotionally connected oh this is my church this is my church but that that church people don't even believe in speaking in tongues those people don't even believe that there are i i heard a preacher from us speaking he was exposing false preachers taking names i told okay that's good he is doing the work of god but after that you know what he says he said that there are no apostles now the apostolic move has ended in the bible we just have to cry and weep and pray oh my god he does not believes in speaking in tongues so the holy spirit is grieved in certain places and in those places jesus cannot work jesus cannot work are we understanding unless your vicinity and atmosphere is is sanctified you cannot hear god hallelujah if you are in egypt if you are in a church that is ruled by pharaoh if you are in a church that is that is like bethsaida which rejected jesus if you are in a place like this place of this man's house which ridiculed jesus when jesus wanted to uh, do the work of god and raise the raise the girl who was dead if you are in that place you cannot hear god in that place you have to take yourself out and go in a place hallelujah that's the importance and the mystery of the wilderness that is the secret place sometimes when the commotion grows inside your house in my house sometimes where the voices come up i go away from my house book a hotel room and start seeking god in that place because for you to hear god there needs to be a favorable atmosphere for you to function in the holy spirit you need to sanctify the atmosphere you need to people you need to keep people around with you who are prayer warriors who are spirit filled who are connected to god hallelujah 
Amen. We cannot function as pastors who want to convince everyone in the church to come together, to be united together, to be in the one spirit. No, 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 no. That cannot happen. Have you seen the captain of the football team convincing the, the players of the team to come on time to the ground? No, they will come. All, all of them will come on time to the ground because all of them want to win the match and play for their nation. Hallelujah. So, we need to connect with people who love and who are hungry with God and stay away from false Christians who are Christians but who reject the move of God, who reject the Holy Spirit, who reject, oh my, hallelujah, who grieve the Holy Spirit by, their, by, by the poison that comes out of their mouth. Hallelujah. Are we together? Let us pray. We want to pray this time. Lay some brakan diana rabokosh patoya raman. Remana rasal bayara balahashpataya rabakal rialta rabana raba. Labal siandra, even as Jesus took that man who was blind outside of Bethsaida, and outside of Bethsaida, the Lord laid his hands on his eyes and healed him, and he could see again. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that you will take your faithful people outside of Bethsaida. And open their eyes to their, to your calling. Open their eyes to the realities of the realm of the spirit. Open their eyes to the destiny they have in God. In Jesus mighty name. We break the yoke of Pharaoh. We break the yoke of Egypt. Upon the people Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We come against that rule of Pharaoh. We come against that marine, those marine spirits of the river Nile. We come against that snake in Pharaoh. With the rod of Moses. With the apostolic rod. And we command you. Let God's people go. Let God's people go. Out of your rule in Jesus mighty name. Otherwise we release the power of God. Otherwise we release plagues in Jesus mighty name. Let God's people come out of Egypt. Let God's people come out of Chorazin. Let God's people come out of Bethsaida in Jesus mighty name. Until Moses will come out of Egypt. He cannot be trained by God to deliver the people of Israel out of Egypt. There are many Moses stuck in Egypt. There are many Aaron's stuck in Egypt. There are many Joshua's, many servants of God. They are mighty apostles. They are mighty prof prophets. But they are under the spell of a pastor. They are under the spell of a man. They are under the bondage of Egypt. They are under, under the bondage of, of, the, of, the of, of a church. Of a so-called church. In Jesus mighty name. Bring them out O Lord. We break that bondage Lord. O Lord your word says. Jesus you did not have... You did not have a burden to grow into a mega church, but you had a burden for the harvest because you said the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Your agenda and your ministry was intended towards raising up laborers and today the laborers are being held by those pharaohs. The laborers are being held by those snakes. Oh Lord, release those apostles, Lord. Release those prophets, Lord. Gideon never even knew that he is a mighty warrior. But the angel of the Lord came to Gideon and said, You are a mighty man of valor, Gideon. Hallelujah. Detach yourself emotionally from your family, from your father's house. And break the altar of Baal and Ashtoreth in your father's house. Lord, we pray. Lord, we pray that you will bring Gideon out of those tribes and clans. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. 
will raise up a Joshua generation. You know, Joshua was not a pastor. He was a warrior who led people into victory, who led people to conquer territories. He was a, he was a warrior who led the people of Israel to conquer territories. We want such apostles and prophets who will raise up an army, who will bring the kingdom of God in the nations, who will conquer the nations for Jesus Christ, who will not think about building their congregation, but who will think about bringing the bringing the kingdom of God in the nations, who will give birth to mighty warriors, who will go in the land of Canaan, who will go in the territories in the land of Canaan and start capturing it, and start capturing it. Oh, America needs to be captured for the kingdom of God. Oh, Canada needs to be captured for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. The Guyana, West Indies, these nations need to be captured. And God is raising up warriors this end times. This season is the season of warriors. This season is not to sit in a certain chair and warm the chair. Get up from your church chair and go and win the nations. Win the nations for Christ. Hallelujah. Raise up, raise up, raise up leaders like Joshua, Lord. Raise up leaders like Joshua, Lord. Oh, Lord, who will lead the people into victory. This is the, the, and, the, and the Spirit of the Lord told me that the season of Moses is ending and the season of Joshua is starting. The season of Moses is ending. The season of Joshua is starting. The season where the pastor kept the congregation in one place, it's ending. And the season of apostles and prophets who will lead people to conquer territories, it's starting off now. Hallelujah. Devil enough is enough. Devil enough is enough. Enough of the deception. Enough of wickedness. Enough of darkness. Let the church arise. Hallelujah. The church is not supposed to be an organization. The church is supposed to be supposed to be a powerhouse that will defeat the powers of hell. That is the original intention of building God's church. Oh, Thus says the Lord over America. In the coming years, God will, God will purposely let a persecution arise in America. Because thus says the Spirit of the Lord, my people in, the, in America have become too convenient and comfortable in their own comfort zone. But the persecution will come, not for the bad of the church and bad of the believers, but in the persecution. And as in the book of Acts, the Bible says, when Saul started to persecute the church, the church was, was scattered. And wherever the believers were scattered, the kingdom of God was taken in those places. And the kingdom of God was starting to spread during the time of persecution and the lord is saying i will bring persecution in america so that the kingdom of god will start to spread people will go out in different places with the gospel people will move move out of the convenient zone people will start to seek god people will start to pray in the spirit in the mighty name of jesus christ hallelujah Oh, God is telling the churches, listen to me carefully. I am talking by the spirit of the Lord. The churches in America is, are waiting for a good government to bring them in a comfort zone. But God is saying that is not my will. I will bring persecution so that people will see my hand, mighty hand and experience me in those perilous time and see my kingdom getting extended in during persecution. Read the book of Acts. Until persecution came, the Jerusalem church would not have 
established branches all over Asia. But when the persecution came, the people started to scatter and the gospel of the kingdom was preached in Asia, in Egypt, in Corinth, in Ephesians and oh hallelujah. Because the leader of the church that is Peter, read the book of Acts carefully. Because Peter had that mindset that I will only preach to the Jews. But God showed him a vision and he saw, you know what, the sheet coming down from heaven and unclean animals coming there and God told him arise and eat Peter and Peter told how can I eat because I have not eaten unclean but God was trying to tell him you cannot be narrow minded you need to take the gospel to the nations Peter you need to take the gospel and the gospel will spread because Peter was not going to do that by his own will so God purposely brought persecution after the death of God's martyr Stephen the man of God when his blood fell upon the earth, the gospel spread. I am telling you, the blood of the saints are like seed. When it falls on the ground, it will bear much fruits. It was the death of Stephen that gave rise to a great persecution. Not only the great persecution, but the great revival in Judea, in Samaria, in Jerusalem and to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. America, don't wait for good times to come. Good times will not, will not be allowed by the Lord. These are the times of Elijah. These are the times of Elijah. Hallelujah. Where Jezebel will, will, will attack. But God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Will carry out mighty revival across the nations of the earth. It's time to arise church. It's time to pray as per the will of God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God works all things for their good who love God. God's ways are different. We in the flesh think, oh, good days should come. We should not, this should not happen. That should not happen. But whatever has to happen, God will do it. And through, hallelujah, through that, through those difficult times, God's kingdom will grow. God's kingdom will grow. God's read the Bible and the Bible is a testament where God's kingdom always grows through difficult times. Through difficult times. Hallelujah. Unless the death threat would have come upon Daniel, Daniel wouldn't have interpreted the dream of the king. And the king wouldn't and the kingdom of Babylon wouldn't have had come to know about the Jehovah God. So so God is works like that, my my dear friends. Every problem does, is not from the devil. Some problems come so that the kingdom of God can be expanded. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray for all of them who are present here. That the minds of believers will open up Lord. Believers are praying in the flesh. Believers are expecting in the flesh. They say, oh we will have a good government. We will have that. We will have comfort. We will know there will be no this, no that. No, no, no. Don't pray like that. Understand the voice of God and align yourself to the will of God and pray as per that. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we know. And the Bible says that God purposely hardened the heart of Pharaoh. So that he can show Egypt and multiply his signs and wonders in Egypt. Purposely he hardened. And the more hard the heart of Pharaoh will get. The more wickedness will increase, the more anointing he will pour upon our heads to multiply his wonders, miracles and signs through our lives. Through our lives. The world is yet to see a revival it has never seen. The world is yet to see more, something more than the parting of the Red Sea. Something more than the sun, sun standing still at the prayer of, 
of Joshua. Yes, there is a revival coming of mighty signs, wonders and miracles. Hallelujah. In this end times where wickedness will increase, the power and the anointing of God over the head of his servants will increase. Will increase. And God will manifest his character, his power, his sovereignty to this demonic world. Oh, hallelujah. Lord, raise up warriors who are fearless. Lord, raise up lions who are fearless, Lord. Who are bold in the spirit, Lord. Who will not fear. Lord, who are not fearful of death, who are not fearful of anything. Even as the Bible says, Moses forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the Pharaoh. He left Egypt. He rebelled against Egypt. He rebelled against Pharaoh. Oh, raise up such men, Lord. Raise up such women in this place. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we give you the praise. Thank you for this wonderful time of prayer and fellowship and of your word lord i seal this word with the blood of jesus let this word be reached out to people who are in bondage in egypt and let them be delivered from egypt from those kind of fellowships from those kind of churches and ministries in the mighty name of jesus christ i cover all of your people all the families here with the blood of jesus christ we give you all the glory honor and praise in jesus name we pray amen hallelujah praise the lord